Good evening and welcome to the PCR Sports Show with me, Dipam, and Nilesh uh, this week. Hi, Nilesh, how are you? Good evening. You oh, well? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Yeah, got over uh, Posh's frustrating performance in defeat last Saturday. Excellent. Yeah, more about that in a moment, so keep hold of those thoughts, absolutely. And uh, yeah, welcome to you, everyone, and I uh, hope you're enjoying the show that we started a few weeks ago. We're the only sports show in Peterborough on the only radio station in Peterborough. Uh, you can get in touch with us uh, through our socials if you want to, uh, at SportsPCR on Twitter. Uh, you can email us in the studio, uh, studio at pcrfm.co.uk, and search for us on Facebook, PCR Sports. Uh, we try to keep it local, um, so if you want to talk about anything local to do with sport, any teams, uh, do give us a mention, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out and uh, talk about uh, what you want to talk about. Uh, it is a show for fans, by fans as well, and uh, so we do want to get you involved indeed. So, a bit of headlines um, locally um, before we sort of carry on with the show. Uh, Peterborough United women's team uh, started the season off really well. 5-1 winners over Bedworth United uh, in the FA Women's National League Division 1 Midlands season opener. Uh, four goals in the first half, in the second half, including a seven-minute hat-trick from captain Keir Perkins. Uh, unfortunately, Posh were beaten 1-0 by, at home by a tough Holwell Sports outfit in front of over 100 spectators in the next game. Uh, but uh, Chloe Brown, the manager, did say, in this league, if you sit off the opposition and let them play, their football will probably let them play their football you will probably lose if we rushed and panicked in the first half uh, we were much better in the second half and kept going till the end which was pleasing so I can't complain much about the attitude so yeah overall not a bad start I think the, the posh ladies are playing well and uh, we'll see how they get on in their next fixture uh, staying with local football Peterborough Sports uh, have made it three wins out of three at the start of the season in the Southern Central Premier Division campaign. Uh, 3-0 win over Biggleswade Town and the next home game is against Stourbridge uh, tomorrow at 3pm. And we in fact have Chairman Grant Biddle on the show next week, so watch out for that. Uh, in cricket, local uh, team Peterborough Town are back in control of the Northampton Premier Division. They had a thrilling win over Findon last Sunday uh, by 10 runs. Uh, Town Ended their innings on 181 for 8 while bowling out their opponents for 165. Uh, the next match of the season takes place at home to Rushton and Higham Town. And all Town need to do now is to match or better find the results until the end of the season for the final few games, and they'll be champions once more. Speedway Peter Panthers are through to the top of the league playoffs for the first time since 2010, so well done to them. Uh, they toppled. Uh, Wolverhampton, uh, the leaders, 49-41 at the East of England Arena, and it confirms their top four finish, which is great. Uh, Peterborough's team boss, uh, Rob Lyon, has confirmed that the club are actively looking for players, uh, for players, uh, for riders, should I say, uh, to replace injury victim Ulrich Ostergaard, who actually is ruled out for the rest of the year. Uh, they don't want to go into the playoffs with just six men in the side, so uh, they, they're on the lookout. So if you are a Speedway rider and you're, and you're looking for a team, then uh, do get in touch with, with Panthers. Um, so that's your local news um but on on a national level and maybe international level breaking just over an hour ago uh cristiano ronaldo has returned to manchester united uh they have signed him for around 20 million pounds from juventus uh that's a huge move Nilesh, isn't it <laughs> it certainly is but i think um, he was never going to go to manchester city um i don't think he'd have been allowed to um Although money does talk, but as, I suppose as soon as Manchester United were, became aware of his availability, I'm sure they were in very quickly for him, and uh, the deal's obviously be done um, within less than 24 hours. So, yeah, he'll be uh, 
back in the red of Manchester and um, hoping to push the club forward in the Champions League and the Premier League this season. I mean, yeah, just touching on that. I mean, United, uh, the, the club have really backed Oli in the summer. Really, that you know, Ronaldo is just the latest of the signings. They've they've already. Uh, brought in Varane, the, the French international defender from Madrid, and also Jaden Sancho from Dortmund. Uh, uh, Varane, I think, it was about fifty million pounds. Jaden Sancho, seventy-five million, and now another twenty million. Okay, in terms of monetary value, that's about one hundred fifty odd million quid, uh, which is it isn't huge money in terms of Premier League football, but. The stature of those players is certainly is up there, isn't it? It certainly is, and um, he's building a squad there that he wants to compete, you know, for the title this season. I don't think you can look too too far past Manchester City again, but um, he'll certainly want to be in that top four and ensuring that Manchester City and Liverpool are both given a rough ride this season. Um, they're probably one of the outsiders to win the league this year, but um, I'm sure he'll give it his best shot. I was going to say actually, what what is the expectation now? What does he have? I mean, he, he really needs to deliver something now, isn't he? They've they've kept patience with him. He's he's a club legend as a player. Um, they've given him time. They've given him money, and and you know he has got close semi finals, the final of the Europa League last season as well, and. Uh, it, you know, it's got to be the next step up now, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure Manchester United fans were very used to winning, you know, titles, cups under the under under Alex Ferguson, and uh, that's something they've been um, starved off in recent years. So I'm sure Ali's um, building a squad there, um, which I'm sure the fans will probably no doubt want to be competing um, for that title, perhaps even the Champions League, if not um, the FA Cup this season. So on all fronts, he's got a squad there cap- capable of challenging for silverware and. And um, a club of Manchester United size, not just uh, within within this country, but um, globally, um, would expect some silverware after the outlay they've had this season. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, it just really spices up that that Premier League title race because, like you say, you've already got City and Liverpool who, who, who've won it in recent years. Chelsea have, have gone out and spent on Lukaku, who got it. Who they needed a goal scorer, so that they've got out and gone out and got one. Um, Liverpool have got Van Dijk back, which would probably feel like a new signing. City have got Jack Grealish. United, as we just talked about, spent lots and lots of money. Leicester have done a bit of spending as well. Uh, Spurs and Arsenal, who knows what will happen there, <laughs> especially with Arsenal, to be fair. But it, it's got to be between the, the, the four, isn't it? That, that yeah, we've mentioned. you know, the four that we've just mentioned, all four in the Champions League this year as well. So they're gonna, um, their squad's going to be stretched. Um, you know, for City, Liverpool, United and Chelsea, all four competing in the Champions League, which... I'm sure they'll want to get to the latter stages of and ensure that the uh, the Premier League is uh, in their sight as well come uh, March and April time as well so yeah on both of those fronts all four of those clubs will be looking to compete and uh, certainly to win one if not both of them absolutely right so stay with us we'll be talking about the Champions League later um, but we'll be back shortly uh, talk about Posh something more local and closer to home the time's uh, just gone quarter past six uh, we'll be back soon <coughs> Great holiday start with a sunny heart. Enjoying the VIP treatment is even more affordable with Sunny Heart Travel. Fly short or long haul to thousands of destinations. And because your money is held in trust, we guarantee a refund if your holiday can't go ahead. We even offer discounted PCR tests with friendly resort reps on hand to help 24-7. Great holiday start with a sunny heart. Book your next holiday now at sunnyhearttravel.com. At all protected. Our place is legendary. Our place is iconic. Our place is the home of the UK's original burger. Our place is Wimpy. So come on over to Our Place and enjoy our famous Wimpy burgers and chips, our legendary all-day breakfasts, 
and our iconic Wimpy Thick Shakes. All freshly prepared and served within safe social distancing guidelines. Come on over to our place and rediscover Wimpy at Westgate Peterborough. Hi, it's Chris McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733 237525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM. You're listening to PCR Sports. You're tuned into the PCR Sports Show here on PCR FM with me, Dipam and Nilesh. Uh, just been talking about Manchester United and the Premier League, just uh, the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo, if you haven't heard, has returned to Manchester United. Uh, the news broke about an hour and a half ago. Uh, so massive news and massive transfer into the Premier League today. Um, but matters close to the home, Peter United, uh, Nilesh is our absolute super fan on, on Peter United, uh, goes to every game, home and away, and uh, he travelled to Preston for the last game. Um, how was it, Nilesh? <laughs> A long old trip in the end, especially when you've lost 1-0. Yes. Um, yeah, very frustrating performance. We didn't hit the heights of our performance levels that we did against Derby and Cardiff, and uh, we allowed Preston to impose themselves on us, and a sloppy defensive marking error whatever you want to call it um, is cost us at the end of the day um, that single goal was enough to uh, beat us unfortunately yeah I mean I, I guess Posh would have gone into it with a, with a bit of confidence because Preston were, were you know bottom of the league hadn't won all season and uh, Posh had had you know a bright week leading up to the game uh, to be fair you know like I say the derby game was a, was a thrilling late win uh, Cardiff was an exciting game literally seconds away from winning that one as well so confidence would have been high with Posh and you know in compared to those previous two performances how 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 did Posh play yeah we were certainly below par I'd say um we didn't get going until the second half and we did travel with optimism you know based on those two home performances the poor form that Preston had been in and over the 90 minutes Preston were a side that you know we should have at least taken a point against we had one or two opportunities um through Dembele Johnson Clark Harris with the last kick of the game as well but you know which didn't do enough in that first half to uh, to fight our way back into it and uh, Preston did look dangerous and Christy Pym did have to make four or five um, good saves from one-on-one positions. So, yeah, it was a, a disappointing afternoon, bearing in mind I think Preston will be down there um, struggling themselves. And if we'd have walked away with a point, it'd have been a fantastic week for the club. Yeah, shame really, isn't it? And, and I mean, do you feel that a posh kind of respecting opponents too much, do you think? What, what's, what, or is it, is it just that kind of... Um, it is a step up in class naturally from from the from League One to the Championship, um, but it, you know Preston probably aren't one of the the bigger sides in the Championship, are they? But it, it, are Posh just paying too much respect to the opponents? Yeah, do you think? a little, little bit of that. We were perhaps a little bit naive last week as well and stood off them and allowed them to play a little bit of football. But they were more workmanlike. Um, they certainly didn't have the uh, the I say the skill levels of you know Cardiff and uh, Derby that we played the previous week. And Preston were very workmanlike. Got men behind the ball when they needed to. Worked hard off the ball. Um, broke well on us as we were pushing to try and get back for the equaliser. Where 
um, they had those chances. But you know, if we'd have taken one, if, you know, if we'd have got drawn level, I think we'd have really turned the crowd against them, um, and we perhaps would have even gone on to win the game. So, yeah, a disappointing performance away from home. But we've got the chance uh, tomorrow night uh, in front of the Sky TV cameras again to to put things right and to hopefully pull off a win against the title fan, title favourites West Brom. Absolutely, yes. More about them in a moment. Um, uh, Ferguson uh, did say after the Preston game uh, I can't remember the absolute quote but he did say that the players just need to have a bit more confidence in themselves going into games and, and, and playing against against teams in the Championship Yeah I think the fact that we were at home to Cardiff and Cardiff are one of the fancy teams again to be sort of in the playoff mix and Preston certainly aren't you know, perhaps we did respect them, you know, and didn't raise our game in the way that we should do. And I think that's what's going to be the difference this season going into these championship um, matches. You know, we've got West Brom tomorrow. I'd like to think the players will be well up for that with the uh, with the with the side that West Brom are. But then we've got Sheffield United two weeks later. So, you know, it's there's no easy fixture in football. And if you're below par, teams certainly at championship level are going to make you pay. And that's what Preston did last week. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like you say, yeah, it's. I mean, what what, what were the highlights from the Preston game for from for you as a fan for, from a posh, either from an individual or a team perspective? I mean, is is the shape of the team getting better? Is it getting more cohesive? Obviously, it's still early days. There's players still trying to reach peak match fitness. As we know, we've had some late transfers, um, players coming back from injuries, so it may take a bit of time to get players up to spec and up to speed and and get them. You know, getting the first eleven right, getting them used to a shape and the system and the format—is there, is there still some of that to come? Yeah, I think there was no nothing, nothing wrong with the shape uh, last week. You know, the goal we conceded is down to poor mm. marking at the end of the day. Um, the shape was good; you couldn't knock that. Um, it was great to see Dembele again getting a good a good run out and getting sort of 70, 70 80 minutes out of him, which was fantastic. Um, Johnson Clark Harris again looked like he was struggling with a, a knock or two, so to see him get through ninety minutes was a bonus. Um, and then Jack Marriott and Smodic coming off the bench as well. So I think our I wouldn't say problems, but our uh, attention at the moment is certainly in the, on the forward players. Where if we can get those fully fit and firing, we will we'll certainly compete at this level and um, give Championship clubs clubs a good going at. Yeah, no, I say it's going to take a couple of games probably to, and then obviously international break coming up uh, soon as well. So that will give a chance to to again just look take stock a little bit. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, they won't be, you know, there won't be some as much time off for these players. Certainly, the ones that uh, need to get up to uh, match speed, match fitness. Um, they'll be working hard in the gym, conditioning, no doubt, and uh, ensuring that they're fully fit and firing um, for the Sheffield United game. But we've got West Brom before that um, to tackle before we can even think about um, having a little break. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, on the international break, because obviously that's that's something different to, to contend with, because you know it's, it's the top two divisions have that. Um, you get the odd postponement in in, in League One, where where play, big you know a player, uh, many players from one squad are involved, but it's not something Posh are generally used to, are they? So, it, like you say, it gives a bit of time on the training ground. I imagine Posh may have one or two players go away, but generally they should have the squad together for a, a good couple of weeks, couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't think anybody's been called up, but unfortunately, I suppose um, you know Ronnie Edwards has muted um, to be called up it just can't I don't think you'll be going either because of the uh, travel restrictions in place um, so yeah there were potentially two or three going away and Jack Taylor's certainly not fit enough to uh, be called up by Ireland so 
from that perspective, yeah, Darren's got the opportunity over the, of the two weeks with the international break to perhaps rest one or two, um, give them you know a little bit of time off, but you know certainly work them hard when they are when they are uh, at the club and uh, preparing for the Sheffield United game. Brilliant. No, that's good. That's great news, isn't it? So to, again, chance for any knocks and to disappear, get players coming back from injury, can build up fitness as well. So good news all around so turning attention to the West Brom game uh, as you as you alluded to uh, a short while ago Nilesh it's, it's on live on Sky so again another change for Posh you, there's a lot of uh, national focus on, on in the Championship you're going to get more games live on Sky uh, Darren McAntony uh, did um, sort of th- uh, make a slight criticism of Sky for the last game saying that they kept the camera too much on Wayne Rooney and, and not on his coaching staff so maybe a, a bit of a I don't know, nudge at the next game and the producers say, look, hey, we're here as well. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we're seen as the underdogs in this division, aren't we? You know, everybody will be back in West Brom tomorrow night, I'm sure from a bookie's perspective, um, people will be lumping on West Brom to win, but this is Peter United, you know, we, we've been known to cause upsets and if we can treat the game in the same way that we did Cardiff and make sure our performance levels are, are at that level, we will certainly give West Brom a, a, you know, a game it's going to be a difficult one. They rested number of, uh, a number of their players in midweek against Arsenal. Um, I think they only started with a four or five um, and started with six, play- six new players against Arsenal. So, yeah, they've, um, they'll, be f- they'll be refreshed themselves and um, looking for three points, especially uh, the way they started this season. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they've got an absolute hammering against Arsenal because Arsenal as a club are in, not as a club, but only as a team are in trouble. Um, they've had a lot of pressure. When they put out a strong side against West Brom and uh, beat them 6-0. So, but like I say, it was probably half a, a West Brom side. Um, they do have a few injuries and suspensions as well. So it's not just, um, I guess it wasn't uh, rest out of choice, some of them. Some of them were probably enforced changes. So, does that play into Posh's hands a little bit in terms of the, the squad might be a little bit low on confidence that they, they've lost that heavily? Um, yeah, I don't think it will. Not from a not from a. And when you're back in the championship, I think the cup was probably the least of their priorities uh, for this season. Um, I know they have just lost their top scorer to uh, um, isolation through to COVID, mm. and they've just gone out and and got somebody else in on loan, which just shows you the levels of um, money that West Brom have got and the ability to be able to do that. Um, and they've got somebody in on loan from the Premier League, so yeah, it just goes to show that um, the golf in finance um, in the Championship level, which is what Posh are up against at the moment. No, absolutely, absolutely. So. In terms of, from a posh's perspective, then what what uh, what do they need to do tomorrow to get something out of the game? Well, hopefully, win it. Yeah, that matter. Well, yeah, you know, you know avoid got, losing it yeah, first and foremost. But, yeah, we've got but to win it. We've got to really, um, you know, believe in ourselves, as Darren has said, assert our game. Um, and if I've mentioned the Cardiff game, and that's I suppose the blueprint really in terms of um, the performance levels that we want, the application. And I know we conceded a late equaliser in that game, but you know, f- for most of that most of that game Christy Pym's not had much to do at all so if we can reach those levels play our style of football mark well you know defensively we've got to be tight again yeah, West Brom are known for their long throws this season they've scored a couple of goals through that from what I've seen so yeah set piece they're going to be physical um, but if we can get our uh, passing game down um, Dembele hopefully to start again you've got Smodic who'll be raring to go after coming off the bench last week um, Jack Marriott got 60 minutes in in an in a under 23 game earlier this week as well so yeah attacking wise we're looking a little bit healthier at the moment that's for sure yeah no absolutely 
Um, I'm just looking at West Brom's injury. Um, I mentioned about you mentioned about them having an on-loan player from from the Premier League. I think it's from Brighton and Hove Albion, Matt Clark, centre back, and he's going to miss up to six weeks. So that's a bit of a bonus for for Posh that he he's out. Um, there's two other players out who missed uh, missed the midweek game as well. So you know, yes, they've got a big squad, probably an experienced squad, and looking down their their list of squad, they've got a. You know a few names that you recognise from 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 sort of top level footballs. Robert Snodgrass being one of them. Uh, Jake Livermore, obviously, he's, he's a quite a seasoned, travelled uh, footballer. Um, Sam Johnston in goal. So there's there's a few names. Um, Kyle Bartley. So there's there's some players in that squad that you know obviously have quality, have experience. Um, that's going to do them well. But uh, like I say, posh can be party poopers and, and, and can upset anyone on any day. Yeah, and I think also you look at uh, the home f- home crowd as well tomorrow night. They're going to play a huge part. West Brom will travel in huge numbers tomorrow. I'd expect them to bring in the region of, you know, two and a half, three thousand fans tomorrow, even if it is a Saturday night, eight o'clock kickoff live on Sky. Um, I think the fans at home have got a huge part to play this season, the same way that we did against Derby and Cardiff as well. Even after the Cardiff game, we'd considered that late equaliser. You know, everybody took a deep breath in. Thirty seconds later, we were then applauding the players off for what you know the level of performance. And I don't think anybody's going to knock the uh, knock the squad this season if they apply themselves and seem to be trying and really put put hundred percent in. And that's what we need tomorrow evening, both on the pitch and off the pitch from the fans. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I guess arguably, yeah, West Brom's probably the biggest club. Um, to date in the championship that's coming to, to Peter obviously Derby uh, Cardiff but now West Brom I would say probably the largest club let's say largest following that will come to, to to London Road and and you know Posh will pack it in with their fans as well so it'll be a huge game huge atmosphere uh, and almost like every game home game championship will probably feel like almost like a cup tie won't it <laughs> yeah and that's perhaps what we've got to treat it like 46 cup final <laughs> cup ties this season but you know under the lights at London Road is a little bit special as well you know um, we seem to play well under lights um, the atmosphere really does get going uh, compared to the, uh, the the three o'clock afternoon kickoff so yeah eight o'clock on a Saturday um, hopefully people won't be having a Saturday night um, uh, um, sort of uh, you know, having a Saturday night meal out. Instead, they'll be uh, wanting to watch the posh and uh, support the lads um, onto three points. Absolutely. So good luck to posh and the lads uh, tomorrow. Uh, stay with us. Coming up soon, we're just going to do a, a player-by-player appraisal, really, of what's happened so far early season with Nilesh. Like I say, he knows uh, everything about posh, so we'll, we'll fire some questions at him about the players so far. Uh, also, we'll review the Champions League, uh, Europa League, and then and the Conference League draws with all the British clubs as well. So stay with us. Just gone 831, uh, 6.31 even. It's time to choose your perfect new Symphony Kitchen at Kelly Vision. We now offer a free kitchen design and quotation service, backed up by our expert installation team. You can also choose your freestanding and built-in appliances in store at Kelly Vision from leading brands like Bosch, Neff, Siemens, Smeg, Hotpoint, Indesit and Liebherr. Television, Broad Street, Whittlesea, your award-winning independent retailer. Call Peterborough 208787 or visit kellyvision-peterborough.co.uk. We know you and your family want to be free to live your life, but don't let your guard down. It's still vital to protect ourselves. Amax Medical can help keep you and your family safe. 
We've infection control products from Clinell and Milton, as well as PPE from masks and aprons to gloves and more. And if incontinence is an issue, we stock a large variety of products by Avena and Attends to help you live with it discreetly. Amax Medical, real people, remarkable service. With same-day delivery to Wisbeach, Peterborough and surrounding areas. Visit amaxmedical.co.uk or call 01945 425 361. Own a hybrid, petrol or diesel vehicle. How much is servicing and repair? <sighs> oh dear. If you need an option other than main dealer, contact FRM Automotive. We service and repair all makes and models and won't invalidate your manufacturer's warranty. We also provide MOT testing, brakes, clutches, tyres and aircon repair and regas. FRM Automotive, Savile Road, Peterborough. See frmautomotive.co.uk. Honest work at affordable prices. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to PCR Sports, your weekly sports show here on PCR FM, going out 6 to 7 o'clock every week. Uh, so I'm Dipam, and in the studio with me is Nilesh. Good evening. Just a quick mention um, before we move on to the uh, squad uh, and the player-by-player review. I just want to have a, uh, a moment and our thoughts really are with uh, Peter McNamee's family this evening um, after the sad passing of Peter early on today. Peter played for Peterborough United and uh, was part of the squad and team that uh, actually beat Arsenal 2-1 in the uh, FA Cup fourth round um, back in the six, uh, back in 1965 um, and in those days also earned a comparison with Sir Stanley Matthews so our thoughts are very much with Peter's family today and I know before the game tomorrow we'll be uh, remembering Peter and uh, another posh legend in Robbie Cook where we'll have a minute's applause for both of those so I'm sure all posh um, within the city and around the country will uh, join us in uh, thinking of Peter's family and also Robbie's family at this very sad time for them both as well Thank you Nish Okay so looking at uh, sort of individual player performance in the squad so far uh, like I say it's been a bit of a mixed start for Posh but all, overall um, quite you know positive signs there um, and, and like I say there's a bit of work to do maybe to get the team up to full match fitness and, 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 and certain certain way of playing but uh, it's, it's heading in the right direction so just kind of going it's almost a bit like a school report this <laughs> I've already <laughs> I've already got my report down here actually you? overall but we'll come to that in a moment <laughs> <laughs> okay, You're, I say you know about posh more than I do, so what you say carries far more weight than I would, whatever I would ever do by about posh. So, starting with the, the goalkeeping position, Christy Pym, how how do you feel? Like you mentioned earlier, he obviously made a, a number of one-on-one saves against Preston. Um, he was criticised by some in in certainly sort of fans on on places like Twitter uh, for the late goal that went in against Cardiff, uh, saying he could have done better, but. Again, it's different people with different <laughs> views. So what, what's your view on Christy Pym? Um, I think he's had a, a decent start to the season. Um, I don't think he's been spectacular in any sense of the form yet, but um, he was very good against Preston. Having said that, I did feel he was um, at fault um, for the goal as well. You know, the ball's um, coming to our six-yard box. The Preston 
players managed to head it in from about four or five yards out, I really do think the keeper should be coming out to them and either taking the ball or uh, making sure he clears everybody out of the way in front of him to to take that ball because um, that six yard box should be a, should be a keeper's um, keeper's domain. So yeah, he's he's had a, he's had a, a decent start, um, if not spectacular. Okay, so if you were to rate him out of 10 so far, what would you say? Oh, out of 10, okay. Um, Put you on the spot, bit, sorry. Yeah, you have there. Um, <laughs> six, six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, so yeah. we're only, t- what, four, four games into the season. Okay. So, yeah, let's not get too carried away. But, uh, um, yeah, he, okay. he's adjusting as well to this level. Yeah, makes sense. So, in, 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 in the way of a school report, could do better. Yes. <laughs> right, excellent. And will do better. Okay. <laughs> Uh, going through, uh, uh, obviously, there's, there's, there's sub goalkeepers David Cornell, um, Will Blackmore, uh, Gearlai, Daniel Gearlai. But uh, you can't really judge them, really, to be honest. I think they've not, you've probably not seen them play, or they're obviously reserve keepers. So, uh, going into the defensive area now, I Nathan Thompson, yeah, very, uh very cute at this level shall we say he certainly knows how to play the game um he's had a, he's had a good start he's uh, he's the one man with the experience in there as well now beavers is injured with his uh, hamstring injury which will be out for a, a number of weeks i think uh, nathan thompson's really gonna have to step up and uh, provide that experience in the back three um and he showed showed like he was capable of doing that certainly when he did that against cardiff and uh, preston as well yeah, and, I, and when I've and again I've, when I've seen him play, mainly obviously in League One, he, he's dependable. He's 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 reliable. He's you know he's just a steady Eddie, isn't he? In, in many yeah, ways. he knows the game. Um, he certainly knows how to play play the game and when to go down. The Thompson flop, as it's called, um, <laughs> he, he uses that one um, uh, to his advantage very well. Um, but he's got to be cute about that as well. So yeah, he's had a, he's had another solid start and uh, not pulled up any trees, but. Um, He's adjusting as well. Okay. Uh, Mark's out of 10. Uh, I'll give him seven. Brilliant. Okay. Frankie Kent. Shaky. Yeah, he started off shakily. Um, Certainly Luton. um, Derby a little bit, but came into his own against Cardiff. Um, Preston, again, he was a little bit shaky there as well. I don't think he liked the physicality. Um, So... Again, a player who's never played at championship level, uh, a lot to learn still, but uh, he'll he'll be fine for us this season. And um, this international break may come at the right time for him once we get West Brom out of the way. With he will have a chance to evaluate how his game's been and work on uh, work on some frailties before we face Sheffield United. Yeah, absolutely. And, and at the age of twenty five odd, he's he's still kind of in, in not quite his peak. So he's still got that potential to learn and and, ex- and gain further experience. Like I say, he's not played at his level. It's a step up. Uh, he still has potential he's he's you know a lad who's willing to work and, and try hard so he, he could improve can't he yeah he definitely improve. I think of what we'll find with it all the you know defensively I think we're going to find with all the players the physicality um, in this division is really going to test us and that's where we've got to improve and be stronger if we're going to uh, compete and um, and ensure that uh, we win games this season okay uh, out of 10 for Frankie Kent uh, six six okay so again could do better <laughs> Ronnie Edwards yeah you probably want to 
uh, move on from him. He's not played uh, yet. Um, nothing substantial, really. Um, but he's certainly one that uh, the club has high hopes for, um, not just this season, but um, his own personal future as well. Okay, Dan Butler. Yeah, he played very well, I thought, against Preston. Um, he was shaky to start off with, but um, certainly Preston-wise, he was good. Luton, he was off it, but I'd say the whole whole squad and team were off it against um, on that performance. So, yeah, just six steady eddies at the moment. Uh, nothing too extravagant. Okay, Doug. And uh, moving on to Josh Knight. <laughs> yeah, he's been here before. He knows the club inside out. Uh, spent a year last last season um, on loan with Wickham and is now signed for us permanently from Leicester. Um, we've got high hopes for him, um, having certainly as he's played in the Championship, but he's not. He's not had the impact we'd expect him to just yet. So he's another player that's perhaps adjusting to the style of football that we play um, and the players around him and um, bedding himself in as well. So another six there as well. Okay. It's, I mean, he's obviously, he's had, he's been at Leicester. He's been, uh, he's been with Posh before. Um, can play um, defensive midfield as, as well as in the back three or back two. Um, so he's got versatility there. So, what would you say his best position is? Is it in the back? Yeah, I'd say defensively, it's his, it's his probably his uh, favoured position. And with uh, Mark Beavers missing now for a number of weeks with his hamstring, in, hamstring injury, um, I'd expect um, Josh Knight to come into his own in the in the back three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, marks out of ten for Josh Knight. Six again. Six. Okay. And obviously Beavers is injured, but yeah. what, what was he like up, yeah. to, up to that uh, up point? Until, up until the Cardiff game, um, when he suffered his hamstring injury, he was uh, leading us very well, I'd say. Mm. He's got the experience of playing at this level for Bolton, um, and he's and he certainly proved a, you know, a big miss at Preston, um, just with his physicality and uh, reading the game, um, and just bringing bringing the rest of the rest of the players with him. So, yeah, he will be a miss over the next few weeks. Okay, and if you had to give him a mark um yeah six i yeah. suppose yeah they're all very very samey i know it's, yeah. uh, no, sounds a little okay. bit boring but uh, we're only four games in it's your opinion that's <laughs> what counts and that's what you're here for absolutely so okay moving into midfield um i guess joe tomlinson again hasn't really featured has he so no he played opening day against luton and he's come off the bench a couple of times so he's another one that um is is going to be on the fringes i'd say probably not a starting player just yet yeah okay Okay, so into into midfield, like I say, um, Jack Taylor injured, hasn't played at yeah. all yet this season. So um, yeah, um, fingers crossed we can get him back fit and firing. He's had hamstring issues again, sadly. Um, last season um, he missed a, a chunk of games, and again this season um, he's not played in the league yet. So um, yeah, we. We'd love to have him back because he's a player that is more than capable of playing at this level and he's certainly got the ability and the class to do so. Yeah, okay, Doug. Um, obviously, we mentioned Dan Butler as, as one of the wing-backs. On the other side, um, Ward, Joe Ward. Yeah, very encouraging. Again, um, I think he's a player that just needs to believe in himself, um, grow his own confidence. Um, certainly when he's going forward, um, he looks positive but I think it's just that final pass that he's just lacking at the moment um, and it's another one adjusting to life at championship level so um, yeah a good outlet a good outlet for us in, in the right wing back position probably six and a half for him okay that's good okay moving more central um, a couple of players I think well I know I've, I've certainly caught the eye and, and, and have put in good performances um, Harrison Burrows young lad mm. 
he's had a he's had a good start to the season. Hasn't he? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, certainly, when he came off the bench against um, Derby, um, he played very well, and then also in the Cardiff game as well. So, um, yeah, both of them have sorry, both of those games that he's performed in, um, he's got a bright future at this club, and uh, is more than a, more than a squad player this season you know he started at Preston last week wasn't quite on his game but again with a younger player I think you've got to expect those um, dips in performances and the consistencies um, that will be lacking so I think again um, for the West Brom game tomorrow I'd expect him to start um, and hopefully impose himself in that uh, number 10 position just beyond the front two excellent and what would you give him I'd go seven. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, he's, he's seven, given yeah, his he's age well. and he's, he's yeah. what he's contributed. Yeah. So, yeah. looks good. Um, new signing, Oliver Norburn um, from Shrewsbury, has <laughs> put in some good good performance, I think. Good yeah, start to his post career. Yeah, he's, a, he's the battler in our team, I'd say. Um, that's probably just typecasting him there straight away but um, he's certainly been putting his foot in and uh, making sure opposition midfielders know he's there or thereabouts he's also got a pass on him as well we've seen in the in the first few games that he's played for us so yeah an encouraging start to his uh, posh career as well and um, we'll probably go with six for him as well excellent that sounds good um, sticking with mid I'm trying to think midfield Jorge Grant I don't think he's really it's kind of yeah again he was fringe. yeah he missed the um the Cardiff game through injury um I don't think he's had quite the impact we were expecting yet but I think again with the unsettled nature of the the, the team that we've had the squad and the, his injury himself that he picked up in the derby game forcing him to miss the um uh, the Cardiff game midweek before Preston um yeah we we've got high hopes for him again, and um, I'll probably give him uh, five at the moment. Okay. Yep. But that's more to do with the fact that he's missed the game, not necessarily his levels of performance. No, that's fair enough. Absolutely, uh, Sammy Smorich. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. just become a new parent. Yeah, so he'll be buzzing, I should imagine, at the moment, and be uh, itching to to play tomorrow in front of the London Red faithful because he's a he's a player that fans love. Just his. Um, Game, the style of football, his energy levels, his work rate, his exuberance generally is just uh, very infectious. So, yeah, I'd probably rate him as a six at the moment, um, but I'm sure he will improve as well. And as I say, we get the West Brom game out with, get that out of the way with tomorrow evening, and um, he'll be looking to work on his fitness and uh, skills over the two weeks before we uh, face Sheffield United. Brilliant. Thank you, Nilesh. Uh, we've got the forward line to to cover but we can do that in a, in a moment uh, just gone quarter to seven PCR FM you're listening to the PCR Sports Show stay with us just your average night Fraser's upstairs gaming online with his mates Sophie's streaming her favourite tunes in her bedroom mum's downloading the latest drama box set <laughs> and dad's liking kitten videos on his phone but this isn't your average night thanks to City Fibre's full fibre network Everyone's gaming, streaming and scrolling at breakneck speed. Join Peterborough's gigabit revolution today. Head to cityfibre.com slash PCR. At Junction 17, you'll find cars that make dreams reality. Junction 17 is Peterborough's family-run garage specialising in used prestige cars from quality brands like Aston Martin and Audi, Maserati and Porsche. All of our cars come with peace of mind car care and depending on your circumstances, we could even offer you 0% finance on your dream prestige car. Find us on Eagle Business Park, Yaxley or view, reserve or buy right now at junction17cars.com. 
www.radiomike.co.uk Hello, this is Rob Charles, the voice of Mike on Forever FM, the fictional radio station on Peter Kay's BAFTA award-winning TV show, Car Share. I've yet to see the BAFTA. You can join me here on PCR FM 103.2, Saturdays 5 until 7pm, with those songs that don't get played on the radio anymore. Find out more Saturdays 5 till 7 here on PCR FM 103.2, playing the greatest songs of all time. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to the PCR Sports Show with me, Dipam, and Nilesh in the studio with me today. We've just been doing a bit of a school report on the posh uh, squad in the early stages of the season. Uh, Nilesh has been giving his thoughts on performances of, of individuals and grading them out of 10. Uh, Harrison Burrows and uh, Nathan Thompson have scored the highest so far with 7 out of 10. Uh, and the overall feeling is could do better in, in the style of a school report. But there are mitigating circumstances as well. So moving on to the forward line, just a few, a few more players to, to discuss. Um, Dembele. <laughs> what a talent. Um, we've got to do all we can to keep him. Um, the transfer window closes Tuesday 31st is it um, so yeah we've got to do all we can to keep him he's again that's uh, not been fully fit um, for the start of this season and uh, he's working his way back to full fitness he certainly showed in the uh, in the Derby and Cardiff games what he's all about and then Preston as well when he was certainly on the ball he had a great opportunity to level the score so he's a player who's a a great talent um, that's got a lot to offer Posh at this level and just hope hope that we can keep hold of him for this season at least yeah I was going to say there's not been many stories or rumours about him moving away obviously other than the fact that he's on the transfer list at his own request um, but okay you don't sometimes when you trawl through media channels and where yes the the, the the I suppose the the, the bigger clubs get more the the rumors and things that are flying around but even so just looking in more detail there's, there is no one really linked with him at the moment is there so it could be the posh do keep hold of him yeah fingers crossed but um the transfers work in funny ways there could be something bubbling away that's uh, not come out yet and um with the deadline approaching on tuesday um i'm sure the club want to keep hold of him um as best as we can do um, and more importantly, hopefully the player wants to stay and at least give it his best shot um, for the club um, for this season and uh, prove himself at championship level. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you score him out of 10 for his performance so far? Uh, yeah, I'd probably give him a six, only because he's not been fully fit at the moment. But a uh, fully fit Sarika Dembele will uh, absolutely rip up this league and um, create opportunities for our, uh, our front line and also excite the home crowd, that's for sure. Brilliant, and hopefully we do look forward to that and he will stay. Uh, a couple more players to to, to go, uh, Johnson, Clark, Harris. <laughs> I'd say um, the way he's been carrying himself this season, especially with his injuries, it's probably been a huge surprise with the number of minutes that he's played this season already. Um, we had to take him off against Cardiff, unfortunately, but he got 90 minutes in against Preston last Saturday, um, which is very impressive, bearing in mind um, the heavy pitch again there with the rainfall that was coming down um, and with his sort of niggling injuries with his knees, his hips, his, <laughs> you know, I think his, I think I saw his right calf or knee strapped up at one point on uh, Saturday at Preston. So, 
yeah six again for him but he's he's crucial to our chances as well he's that physicality that uh, we do need in this uh, starting 11 yeah absolutely um couple more players who've played again bit parts so far but could could well break into the the first team regularly uh first one joel randall the other one jack marriott so we talk about joel first yeah joel randall yeah a great talent again he's certainly um performed well um lower down the divisions um he's not really had the opportunity um to stake a claim as such um for for a starting um, starting position so probably give him a five or a six at the moment um, but um, when he's come off the bench he's looked he's looked okay for now um, but yeah he needs to get up to the speed of uh, championship football as well okay and finally Jack Marriott yes yeah, somebody who's played at this level um, ex-posh um, he's come back certainly had a decent record for us when he was here um, prior to being sold um, again, he's not been fully fit as well, and uh, there's a common theme here, isn't there? Between there is. uh, <laughs> between most of the players in this squad at the moment that uh, they're not fully fit. So yeah, I'd give Jack a six, and um, again, if he gets through tomorrow evening, we've got two weeks to get some proper work into him and uh, get him up to speed as well for Sheffield United. Brilliant, thank you, Nilesh. So there you have it, uh, the best performing players players in the squad so far. Nathan Thompson and Harrison Burrows, seven out of ten. The rest all are hovering around six, six and a half. But uh, as I say, there are mitigating circumstances. A lot to do with match fitness, getting players back to up to speed. Uh, certainly at this level, uh, there is an international break now, which is obviously going to help get the group get a bit of consolidation, get the group together, a bit of focus in training, and and back fresh after the the international break, which would be good to see. Definitely so, yeah, but we've got to get through West Brom first tomorrow night. Certainly have. <laughs> we'll all be watching. And your boy, obviously, you'll be there. Yes, indeed, yeah. Okay, just switching to uh, European football. Um, the draws were made yesterday for uh, and today for Champions League, Europa League and Conference League. Uh, British teams got a bit of a ma- mixed kind of uh, situation. Uh, Manchester City drawn in Group A of the Champions League with pa- PSG, Paris and germain uh, RB Leipzig and Club Bruges so you'd fancy PSG and, and Man City uh, to qualify although it'd be a, good to see the battle of shakes <laughs> yeah that's certainly the money bat- the money match isn't it between them two um, who's got the most money um, you'd expect Manchester City to come through that group uh, with Paris Saint-Germain I can't see there being much of a challenge from Leipzig and Club Bruges to be honest um, so that should be a fairly comfortable um group for them with both clubs progressing probably after three or four games yeah absolutely uh, group b atletico madrid liverpool porto and milan certainly in terms of name of clubs some huge clubs there uh, but again you'd probably fancy atletico and liverpool to to progress yeah i, I wouldn't wipe sorry wipe out right off ac <laughs> milan to be honest um they're a, they're a club that's emerging again um porto was probably certainly be the weakest link um on paper out of those four but um European football um, similar to similar um, vein that we play in the championship with Posh that you know if you're off your game you can be punished yeah absolutely right Group F uh, Villarreal Manchester United Atalanta and Young Boys so Manchester United going up against Villarreal who who beat them in the final of the Europa League last season yeah they'll want some revenge for that no doubt um, but you'd expect Manchester United to come through that group kind of fairly comfortably again especially with the investment they've had in the squad the uh, their squad size um, yeah I don't see that being too much of an issue for them looking at the uh, opposition they've got in that group no absolutely and finally in the Champions League Chelsea 
in Group H with Juventus, Zenit St. Petersburg and Malmo. Chelsea obviously def- uh, going to defend their, their title. Um, again, you, you really can't see past Chelsea and Juventus there. I know it can be tricky going to places like Russia to, to play uh, the teams, but uh, you'd fancy Chelsea and Juve there, really. Yeah, I think uh, you know, in the same way that Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain should go through in Group A, you'd expect Chelsea and Juve to battle it out for top spot in uh, Group H as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one final mention, actually, Group E. Bayern Munich and Barcelona in one group again a huge pairing there yeah there's um, you know you look through all of those groups there there's um, you know there's there's quality there's class there's previous winners um, all the way through the Champions League there and uh, that's the way it should be yeah no absolutely and uh, some of the ties we'll see in the group stages will actually be ones that you'd normally see in the knockout stages uh, so we'll look forward to those uh, just rounding up uh, before we finish for the day uh, Europa League in Group A Leon Rangers Sparta Prague and Bromby uh, in Group C Leicester Napoli Sparta Moscow and Leisure Warsaw uh, Group H uh, sorry Group G Bayer Leverkusen Celtic uh, Real Betis and Varank Varank Varosh if I can get my words out uh, Group H, Dynamo Zagreb, Genk, West Ham and Rapid Vienna. Be interesting, West Ham actually, they've started the season well domestically. Yeah, they, um, um, they beat Leicester uh, earlier on this week as well. Um, so certainly at home again, um, playing at uh, the Olympic Stadium, they'd expect to uh, perform well. I suppose it's on the road really, going to Zagreb especially, tough places to go when you're mm. going to uh, go into Europe, um, when you've got the uh, the home fans um, that are very vociferous in their support for, for their club. So yeah, that'll be a, a real challenge for West Ham, I think. We shall see, yep. And then moving on to the Conference League, the, the brand new um, competition in Europe, the third, third tier down. Um, Spurs fans sorry, won't like me to say that, but it is what it is. Uh, Group G, Spurs, Rennes, Vitesse Arnhem and NS Moura, who I've never heard of, I must admit, I do apologise. Um, but again, something you'd fancy Spurs to get out of, really. <laughs> you'd expect so on, you know, from what we know about Spurs. Um, I'd have to Google where NS Muir is, that's for sure. Um, but you'd expect them to come through that group, um, uh, despite the uh, off uh, off the field uh, issues they've had with uh, Harry Kane this season. But he's now said he's going to stay, so that's settled that, hasn't it? Well, let's see. Um, you know, this transfer window um, doesn't close till Tuesday, and will he stay for the full season? We'll see. Could yeah, could go in January, couldn't he? So. Nilesh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, very wise opinions as always. So thank you very much. Uh, good luck to the posh uh, tomorrow night, live on Sky against West Bromwich Albion. And whatever you're doing, whether you're playing sports, uh, participating in sport or going to watch it, stay safe, good luck, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>